0: Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today I've got a different kind of lesson. And since you are just listening, you're going to have to use your imagination to picture what I'm talking about. This is called Rocks in a Jar. You know, you are sure everything would fit if you could just keep the main things the main things. If you are in need of regrouping, if you are starting over, but especially if you want to know God's will for your life, then pray that, that God would open the eyes of your heart to hear his word to you this day. Simplicity. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Imagine with me that you have a glass jar sitting in front of you and it is empty, it represents your life. We have large rocks that will represent what should be our first priorities okay here we go Jesus said love the Lord thy God with all thy heart that means love God with abandon enjoy him delight yourself in him give yourself over to his great love for you and then love him in return from your heart love the things that God loves and those things which break his heart may they break your heart too. The only way to really know his heart is to listen to his voice and hear what he says. He has spoken to you and to me and it is recorded in the pages of Scripture. Love God's Word, feast on it and you will surely develop an unparalleled love for God and for the things that make God's heart beat fast. Now grab that first big rock and put it in the empty jar. Love the Lord that God with all thy soul. Your soul is the deepest part of you. I think if it were an organ, it would be about an inch below your sternum, above your stomach and way deep inside. Surely the soul houses the gift of wonder. When the soul is full of the wonderment of God, it allows one to see and love the majesty of God and it does not allow one to shrink God down to just a supersized version of ourselves. The soul is fed when it takes succor from the grandiose person of God, and then is moved to spontaneous worship. Grab another rock, it will be the soul rock, and put it in the jar. Now there are two. Love the Lord thy God with all thy mind. Your mind will, and surely does, override both heart and soul, if it is not guarded. Paul said we are to take every thought captive. He said that in Second Corinthians 10, verse 5. Which means we are to reign in our minds, lest they run away with our wills. Loving God with all your mind literally means loving God with all your mind. It means managing your mind. It means making the most of your mind. It means loving God logically and creatively, seriously and humorously, intuitively and thoughtfully. Exercise your mind, stretch it, and be a good steward of it by disciplining it. Whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, Or praiseworthy think on these things. Paul wrote that. Philippians 4 verse 8. Put a third rock which represents loving God with your mind in the jar. Love the Lord thy God with all thy strength. I'm wondering, how are you taking care of the temple in which the Holy Spirit resides? If you ever parented an infant and then a toddler you remember how carefully you fed and cared for that precious little life. You ought to look at your own body the same way. Feed the temple that is your body with nutritious food. Rest it and thoroughly exercise it. And then with your body serve God. Christianity is not meant to be a spectator sport. You are not meant to be merely a consumer. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now put a fourth rock, which represents your strength, in the jar. Love your neighbor as yourself. A revolution of monstrous proportions would take place if folks could or would love others as they love themselves. Of course, you are to love your family well as next to God, They are next in line, but do you love your neighbor with kindness, compassion, forgiveness, mercy, and a heart to serve selflessly? Remember that Jesus described a neighbor as that one who is near that is in need. In scripture, the Good Samaritan saved the life of one he culturally was supposed to hate. Now that is radical stuff. There is a reason that the previous edict was given before this one. When we love the Lord with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we are able to love our neighbors. Now put the fifth large rock loving others in the jar. There are many smaller things which might be represented by pebbles pebbles that could be poured from the top to trickle down and find places themselves to lodge But when the first big rocks are in place, then the pebbles just easily fit in. And after them, the sand. And after that, even some water. First things first. And then all the rest fits. Keep the main things, the main things. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to Pastorwoman.com. Click on Morning Briefings. And again, the title is A Different Kind of Lesson, Rocks in a Jar.